Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to episode 114 of Slamfire Radio for July 2nd, 2015. I'm one of your hosts, Matthew the Warning Shot McClatchy. Ron Burgundy is dead to me. Ron, Ron, why is Ron dead? Ron Burgundy is in a pro-gun, or no, a anti-gun video, pro-gun control video. Is it, it's Ron Burgundy or is it Will Ferrell? Well, it's close enough. It's close enough so no no more ron burgundy apparently no, i threw, threw away the poster toby gave me yeah and i'm gonna take the ron burgundy doll to the range tomorrow we should tannerite it Ooh, we should tannerite it i, I didn't bring you tannerite somebody's gotta have tannerite around somewhere well, i'm the frilatte not the born the, the burgundy the heartbroken frilatte yeah what are you gonna do move on all right <laughs> owen's not here he's uh in halifax so uh we wish him all the best in traveling and stuff and whatnot we'll throw him under the bus later probably he's probably seen several moose along the way probably because unlike <laughs> unlike sticks and edith who haven't <laughs> seen a moose yet the best would have been if sticks would have been traveling with one of us somewhere just to go to the store and, and would have come back and seen a moose yeah <laughs> edith would have thumped him right there edith edith swears no moose exists in canada no she thinks there's one and we move it around there's one just moving around a lot <laughs> This is not where she is. <laughs> so what we're referring to, we'll we'll get to in a second. Um, well, we'll get to it right now. Edith and Sticks were with us for the charity shoot, and Edith really wanted to see a moose, and everyone but Edith saw a moose. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, so. yeah, yeah. Gallen. And, and Jason Gallon's here. Hey, Gate. I saw two driving home. Two two moose. Two moose. I saw one awesome. moose driving home. Should we so, explain the audio quality before we get more hate mail? Yeah, we're, we are sorry for the audio quality again this this week. Hopefully, it's a little better than last week. We'll get to an email that describes perfectly our situation. <laughs> Basically, we were in an empty tile room, but we but did uh, we did give him his money back. We did give it yeah full refund for people who are not happy yeah. with the audio quality. Yeah, full, just, full refund. Just like last week, we did start with a disclaimer. A disclaimer. Here we are. This is it. Yeah, the audio is not going to be the best because we're recording uh, in the same room and we're not using our usual equipment. So no, we're yeah we're together. So it's cool. And Jason Gallon's here. We're so. not together. Well, we're not that phrasing. So Trevor, why don't we? unbungle this and you tell right. us what you did with guns this week so this week um i started you know getting ready for uh, all of the folks to come to the um, para class which we're putting on with tom nelson of the gun dudes and of uh, practical arm response academy that starts tomorrow yep so uh, i picked up tommy on monday and tommy and i have been hitting the range every day since um, doing some shooting practicing some drills so it's kind of awesome I've had a little bit of one-on-one with Tom uh, leading up to the course, so uh, I'm actually, this is kind of scary, I'm shooting my FN, FNS. It's the first time I've done any training without my Glock, and uh, it feels it feels a little weird, but I got, I got comfortable with the gun and the holster and whatnot pretty quick. As much as I love to shoot the Glock, the gear, the equipment I have for the Glock, yeah. I don't have a decent Glock holster other than like a, a competition ghost holster. 
and it was too slow and it was sloppy and the competitor in me knowing we were going up to a match i i wanted to get as much of an advantage as i could like he's shooting a glock 34 jay hines is here he's shooting a glock 34 like these guns still exist in idpa so i've got a five inch gun as well my fn and it, it has a much better holster than the glock so i've been spending the last couple like tuesday i was ugly oh, i wasn't fit to be around i was cranky and miserable i was tired from the weekend and uh tommy was trying to show me stuff and we started too fast and i was trying to like, like slow down man i've been shooting my eagle for three months i haven't touched my glock and i'm not ready for these drills yet i need to get a little bit of muscle memory i need to get warmed up and uh, he hit the ground running and i wasn't ready and i was getting frustrated and then i just threw the gun on the table at one point and literally walked away threw the gun down gun hit the dirt <laughs> yeah it was awful i was pouting like a child right and uh Got a good night's sleep, and then the next day thought I'll uh, I'll throw in the FN and start over. Yeah, got him. Did you choke anybody? <laughs> Somebody got choked last week. So, so you weren't that mad. <laughs> you threw your gun, but you didn't like choke I was your best friend. I was really mad. That's why nobody got choked. Because okay. <laughs> if I would have choked somebody, <laughs> what do you mean for real? Yeah, that was a, that was a that was a a love choke, a friend choke, a love choke, a love, love choke, 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 love choke, if you will, love choke. I told you what the safety word was. It was most, a moist nugget. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that story later. Apparently, I'm not going to have any choice. So, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Uh, I'm squared away. I'm ready to go. The gun is, I mean, you saw we were downstairs. Yeah. I'm drawing you're this. Almost, you're almost as fast as I am. It's almost. not bad. <laughs> I can get some .9s dry fire out of this holster. Nice. Which is as fast as I can get with my yep. Eagle out of my race holster. So it doesn't get any better than that. No, so, you're doing great. Yeah. That's fantastic. Add 30% for concealment yep. and live fire. And, and live fire, yeah. So yeah, what about you? What are you? I uh, basically the same thing except compress your week into tonight. Right. I, I I actually I went and picked up Tom. I, I heard you said you went and picked him I up. I went and picked him up from we, your place. We both did pick him up. I picked him up from the airport. And then yeah. Trevor came and picked him up. And then we went out for a nice lunch. Or, yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, for no that. problem for uh, uh, supper there. And then uh, well, they yeah, they had nice meals. Well, they had we, we did had we had ribs. we had second it was second third rate even. <laughs> yeah. They were not great. No. However. Um, so yeah, and then uh, I spent the week just at home doing whatever, you know, clean, getting things squared away from the charity shoot, putting all my guns away and cleaning them up and stuff. And then coming over here, uh, when I got here today, Tom was like, or well, we went to the range. Yeah. Uh, set the range up for, for the course and for the class. And when we got back, Tom's like, come on, McClatchy, let's go do some dry fire practice. So we went downstairs and... He's in the next room dry firing. He we can't can hear turn him. it off. No, he can't. He's just he always going. Every time, like, he's constantly walking around and yeah. he's like mimicking dry fire with his bare hands he can't turn it off yeah i said that i was like tom you can't turn it off can you he said nope i don't want to yeah <laughs> so yeah no basically the same thing just got a couple quick lessons with him he sh gave me some more pointers and just you know cleaning some stuff up and it's amazing how quickly you can you can improve your times just with a little bit you know somebody with a discerning eye who knows what they're looking for this is a conversation yeah we had a real good practice session yesterday and driving back i said you know thank you because there's nobody here to look over my shoulder that's it people i'm looking over people's shoulders that's here, right. right you're around here you're the trainer you're yeah. the person yeah but you don't have someone yeah. to train you yeah being the best shot here doesn't, doesn't help make you. you the best shot no it just makes you the best shot here, here. but if you want to step up your game you got to have somebody to chase yeah and somebody to correct you that was a little bit better right that's right and so having him around was nice he was like okay and we need to refine this little movement here and we'll take the ball yeah. out there so it was really awesome he's got a quick eye too because things that i didn't even realize i was doing he's like oh no your your second hand's not moving as fast as it should i'm like what do you mean they're moving the same time no mm -hmm. they're not yeah and he can see that sort of thing so it was nice to get we that got sort of gopro video 
Um, we put the GoPro down range of us. We were racing on the plate rack and stuff. Yep. So when he's, he's going to slow that footage down and drop box it for me. And then you're really going to be able to tell, are they coming together when they're supposed to? Yeah. Are you punching out and then acquiring your grip or are you acquiring your grip then punching out? Right. You know, if you quite, if you punch out, then acquire your grip, what happens? Bloop. You get the nice little bobble, right? Yeah. So gallon. What'd you do with guns this week, man? I shot a recall at work. A recall? Yes. So you get you, you do that once like, a year or every other twice. year? Twice. Twice a year? Twice a year. So what 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 so is that's your more than the cops? Yeah. What's your qual look like? Well what do you well first of all, what do you do for a job for the listeners that don't know? I work for an armored car carrier. Okay. And what do you uh, carry? M and P forty. Okay. And for the qual we do fifty rounds twice a year. And it starts at three meters with single hand shooting, weak hand and strong hand. And then we move back up to 12 meters. 12 whole meters? 12 whole meters. Whole meters. Yeah. All the way back to 12. Nothing but the best. <laughs> so, I see. And is this timed? No. It's no. not timed. <laughs> okay. So you have all the time in the world to shoot whatever. And and what what size targets you shoot at? Just a regular human size silhouette yeah, type? Silhouette yeah, silhouette style target. Just a silhouette. Uh, interesting. So all you got to do is get them all in the A zone? or? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So not overly challenging for somebody who shoots pistols competitively sometimes. No. Okay. So you get, you get the best score out of everybody who's there normally? Um, it's not hard to shoot 100 on it. Like, really, it's it's not. I'm not a hot shot. There's lots of people around who are better pistol shooters than me. I'm sitting with two of them right now who are much better shooters than me. We do it a heck of a lot more than you do, my friend. But when I go to shoot it, usually I just try to go as fast as I can. Right. And then I usually end up with something in the high 90s. Okay. Well, that's fine. because a couple because I'm going for speed at that point because shooting 100 gets dull after a while. That's probably the better way to do it. Push yourself. Why would you relax and just do it easy? Push yourself and shoot like you would if you had to there's no yeah. sense in training not the way that you'd actually shoot in real life i kind of agree with that but my my approach to this push yourself hard in practice work hard in practice find that breaking point and then when you go to a match or a qualifier dial it back just enough to make it clean yeah but he doesn't have to win he just has to pass yeah <laughs> and passing is pretty easy yeah, yeah. what's a pass uh, 80, I 80? believe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's I, I've you... never failed, so I think it's around there. I don't think I've ever shot anybody fail outside of the 90s. Not that I've ever seen. Okay. So that's what you did this week. But you did something really cool last week that I like. Well, I really don't think it's cool, but I'm trying to be polite. You're into something new that involves guns, and uh, I know one guy in particular might really be interested in it. So no, no, that's no. Oh, not the. Oh, yeah, the listeners can't see what Matthew just did, but no, you don't need to see it either. I'm not done talking about what I did in the cowboy. I'm not done talking about what I did this week. Oh, I apologize. When you're done, will you tell us about that other thing? I'll get back to the other thing. Perfect. But uh, I got a, a new old lady, and I took her out to the range, and we shot some rimfire with the Marlin papoose. I love rimfire and the papoose. Yes. Let's yeah. talk rimfire for a while and watch Trevor have an aneurysm. Yes. Trevor loves rimfire now. <laughs> I, hey, I'm all about the rimfire. Thank you. <laughs> and no, we'll get to that story later, too. It shot really well. We started in the pit. We had some, uh, it's like a metal gopher, but it's built like a jacks, like a kid plays yeah, with. Yeah, so yeah, every yeah. time you shoot it, another target presents. Is that a gopher or is that a groundhog? groundhog? I think they're gophers. Okay. Well, here in New Brunswick, they're called groundhogs. Depends on the size. It could it, be an import. It, yeah, they're... Oh, awful. it's a little... It is a gopher. Oh, yeah. a gopher. One of them Robertson squirrels. R- Richardson ground squirrel. Whatever. They're awful small I thought it was a for a groundhog. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we shot that for a bit. Could have been a baby groundhog. She was having fun with it, and I was getting kind of tired of it at the range that she was shooting at, because I wasn't going to run back 20 meters every time. We were passing right. the gun back and forth. So I just started turning 
the other side of the pit and plinking at some rocks like you do. I love shooting at and, rocks. And uh, I was getting really, really, really impressed at what that little gun can do. I found some old, like those red beer cups. Yep. And I filled them full of sand just so they wouldn't blow over in the wind. And I set them way out in the pit. And uh, I was being able to hit them pretty consistently, like out 80, 100 yards standing. Yeah. Those papooses are accurate little rifles. It was you turned me on to the Marlins, and I got the papoose, and I haven't looked back. I've shot a coyote with it. Yep. I did several beavers trapping. Uh, I've killed a crow with it, and I think a couple of partridge and rabbits. Partridge? Partridge? Yes. Partridge. Where, where, where do you find these partridge here in, in New woods, Brunswick? Here in New Brunswick. No, grouse, my friend. Partridge. Gr- were they spruce grouse or rough grouse? Spruce partridge. Spruce what? partridge. <laughs> Did you also see the spruce partridge? Spruce partridge and regular <laughs> partridge. So, uh, awesome. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I was going to talk more about that papoose there. It's, um, do you have open sights on it? Scope? Uh, red dot? I what are you a, running? I had an EOTech XPS RF. Okay. It's the Rimfire EOTech model. Okay, yep. And uh, it was nice, but I found it didn't go quite bright enough for using outdoors in the wintertime when you get that reflection off the snow. Yeah. Yep. So I said, it's a small gun, it's a compact gun, it's a simple gun, I want to leave it in my car. So I just went back to the iron sights and that's what I'm staying with. That's what I run on mine too. And uh, I actually run 795 sights on mine instead of the papoose sights just because I just prefer the 795 style instead. But uh, yeah, no, if you know, even with iron sights, it's accurate. Yeah. Do you find your papoose as accurate as your 795? Um, you know like what? If you were to bench it 25 meters, <sighs> I, it is very it is very close to being the same. In fact, it might be. It's just that I run at open sights, and both my 795s are scoped, so I don't know for sure. So comparing between you know open sights and scopes, I can tell you that I can hit everything I pointed at. Perfect. With the iron sights. No. So you never bench the two. The I have, or? but one was still one was open and one was iron, and one was. Okay, so you never did a comparison. I haven't done a, a direct comparison okay. between the two. No. When I had the optic on mine, I just kept it on. I wasn't taking the rifle down. Have you ever tried to see how well it holds a zero with the optic on the receiver it and does, the barrel coming in and out? I found it doesn't hold a zero even when you don't take the barrel off. Um, I actually, funny story, shot Curtis's dad's barn with it accidentally did you hit the broad side of the door i did hit the broad side of the door uh we were aiming at uh or i was aiming at a crow that was beside the barn and right beside the door and i was lined up on the crow dead on the crosshairs were on it my first shot hit the door like three feet to the right of it and then i took it out because i'm like curtis like dude you just shot the barn i'm like no i didn't couldn't have we went and checked and sure enough take the next shot was dead on and so as long as after the first shot, the rest of them were right where the crosshair was. But the, if, if you like moved the barrel or something, it was almost as if it would spring back into the right spot after you shot it. You're but right. It, I told you the story before, I think. No, you did. And but, I am. I, this is all the room fire can handle. Um, oh, so we're just, moving on. Well, we're moving on to Tom. <laughs> Tom just interrupted us. We Tom, just keep getting interrupted. Tom. Hey. Tom, Tom, Tom. They already found a guest host. Move along, America. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> Easy now. I'm not here to steal Canadian labor here. I'm just going to say who's got a Canada t-shirt on. Tom. Tom. This dude. This, this dude. dude. Yeah. So. Cheap imitation Canadian. Oh, I know. No, no. Thailand, he, actually. He, he didn't get it from the roadside vendors over on the Quebec side. He yeah. actually bought it at Walmart where it's made in China. <laughs> so, Tom, what's up, buddy? Not much. Just downstairs Welcome working with the you guys. So you're not supposed to be here until tomorrow night, but you know you're here now. But tomorrow yeah. night's actually next week's show, so time yeah. warp. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> How did you do that? 
I really need to go over and get my Fort Knox gun safe so he can say it. Right. Yeah. Well, what 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 did you do with guns this week, Tom? Uh, shoot. Well, I uh, disassembled two of them. I cleaned two of them. I put uh, the slides of two of them in a case, and I flew out to Canada. And so that's that's basically what I've done. But me and Trevor, we went out, and Trevor showed me a good time. We practiced a little bit on uh, drawing and steel and shooting paper. And uh, Trevor was showing me some cool swingers that you guys got at the range, which take a minute to activate, and then after they activate, look up. They take one turn, and then they just drop. Yeah, yeah. We we kind of played with that last week during the mini match. That was the the quote unquote Uzi stage. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, it, it, you shoot it, you wait a second, and then it goes, here I am, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just just falls. We uh, we shot that. Me and Trevor had some pretty good runs on that. Uh, Trevor let me shoot his STI rifle. Right. Which was, that was a blast. I shot the Steyr handgun. Steyr. 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 The other Austrian plastic gun. And, uh, you know, it's there. It's uh, there's There's things I like about it. Yeah, and then there's a lot of things I don't like about it. Right, it's like, um, never mind. I'm not gonna do analogies. I'm done with analogies. <laughs> You've been doing analogies all night, like a samurai oh, sword. We, we still have to, uh, we still have to get back to Gallon. Yeah, Gallon didn't finish yet. So, I'll be on next week's episode. Bye. And he's gone. <laughs> Thanks for dropping by. Oh, I will. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Anytime, buddy. Here's just more sweaty men. Yeah. Pick some guys. <laughs> So, Gallon, are, are we are we done with the papoose now? Trevor, I think, has had all the rimfire he can handle. We yeah, can come back to it. We can come back to it. Perfect. <laughs> if there's a spot to kill after there, we can fill in some all time right. talking about it. Perfect. All right. So, uh, so what else did you do then? Uh, recently, well, kind of recently, since the last time I've been on the show here, which has been forever. It's been about a year. Yeah. Almost exactly, actually. The listeners have been emailing, asking for me back. They have. All of them. I delete them right away so nobody else sees them. Because uh, they're all underage. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you already have a girlfriend, so. That's right. So. Who's of age? If right. you say so. And what have you been doing? I did a mounted shooting clinic recently. Mounted shooting clinic. Mounted shooting so on explain, horseback. So oh, off horseback. Oh, oh, mounted on a horse. Okay. Right. Now you're following. Now, well, with you, man. I'm just saying. So I was seeing this girl, and <laughs> it, it, it always starts. It always comes back to women with Gallon. It always comes back to women, but it all ties in together. Okay. So I've seen this girl, and I used to work with horses. I think we're when going I was farther younger. back than we need to. It's okay. It goes. <laughs> no, not going way far back. So I've been out of horses for years, and then she had a couple of horses. So then I start riding every weekend and stuff, and then the next thing, I get a little job on the side where I'm working with horses, and then pretty soon I'm into horses more than I'm shooting. So she was following along with the, the she's connected to all the people for that and stuff. I'm not into that crowd yet. So she comes to me and says, do you want to do a mounted shooting clinic with me next year? And I'm like, yeah, I want to do a mounted. That sounds awesome, right? That's my two hobbies, riding and shooting, mixed yeah. into one. So uh, there's a gentleman from Quebec came down, and he ran the clinic in Albert County, down at the fairgrounds. And we had a pretty good weekend trying that out. We learned a little bit about the sport. We learned how to make up our hand loads, because it's all shot with blanks. The blanks will pop the balloon out to 20, 25 feet. Okay. And it's all shot that way. That's you how they like can, a wax slug in it or something to hold it. Uh, in just the, a cardboard. Just a cardboard. Yeah, cardboard uh, disc, disc over it. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. 
So we did that, and then we got to do a few runs towards the end of the first day after we had broken our horses to the gunfire. I had to switch horses at one point because the first one I brought was a stroke out. He was not going to have it at all. The sides were going in and out on him, and he had the sweats. It was like when Trevor found a wooden gun in his safe. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there we go I thought again. I was going to have a heart attack <laughs> or choke me. Right. And uh, so I switched that out for a little paint. Anyway, she was pretty good with the guns, so I managed to stay in the clinic there. And we went to day two, and then we just, day two was all riding and shooting. And we did some patterns and had a good time with it. Fantastic. Very nice. All right. Well, um, I guess we'll move on to some upcoming events then. Sure. So the paracourse with Tommy. Oh, that's now. Okay. You missed it if you're not here. Oh, big shout out to Rob Wynn. I don't know if Rob Wynn even listens. Rob Wynn at the very last second, and I mean like a couple of hours ago, I sent him a message asking him if he was coming up tonight or if he was coming up tomorrow. And he's like, dude, I can't make it. Something come up. Give my spot away to somebody as a gift. Yeah, give my spot away. Yeah. That's a stand-up guy. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Rob is awesome. So Mark Giroux has been there for Tommy. When Tommy comes to town, Mark has been able to get his gun to the range for Tommy and allow Tommy to use it at the range. And Tommy, Mark's not even taking part in the class, right? But he gets his gun out there for him. Yeah. Um, this year, uh, he's going to use a different gun, so Mark didn't have to do that. But with that in mind, I'm like, hey, I wonder what Mark Giroux is doing tomorrow. So I called him up and... Uh, he's free. And he's coming out. I don't know yet. I hope so. Oh. I'm waiting to hear back. Gotcha. So hopefully that's going to work. But Very nice. Well, hopefully it does. Yeah. So um, other than that, we got the uh, Carbine Vitals 2 Clinic coming up with Daniel Shaw. Send us an email at slamfireradio at gmail.com and we'll tell you how to sign up. Uh, you really should do that. It's going to be amazing. So come out and learn how to run your carbine. And then uh, summer, carbine. And then Summer Slam, August 8th to 9th. Uh, it's coming up. It's going to be fun. There's still spots, about 14. If you haven't signed up, you really should. Uh, there are five guns on the prize table. Some nice high-end guns, STI, Tanfoglio, Wyndham. Um, yeah, there's some cool stuff going on that table. So, you know, um, come on out, 135 bucks. You could walk away with a $1,000 gun. That'd be cool. Very nice. Well, we're going to move right into the main topic next. Uh, we don't really have any news this week. I'm sure there's some news out there, but we just, we've just we been way too busy to keep track of all that stuff. So we'll bring you some news next week maybe. But we thought uh, we'd recap our charity shoot last weekend. We had a lot of really cool people out. We had some people as far away as Germany. Yes, we did. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. We had uh, three, three sort of main events. And then we had some sort of side events that went on. And uh, so we, we thought we'd talk about who won what and what we were doing and, and how the day went and, and whatnot. So, sure. Start with Friday. Let's start with Friday. Everybody sort of rolled in on Friday. When did you roll in? You were in early. You were in like on Wednesday, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I was here Wednesday. Yeah, and thank you for that. You and Jewel came in, stepped up the big way. Like, what can we do? Let's get to the range. Let's get things set up. And then I I was so much, I was relaxed this year. Right. Uh, Luke Drew said to me, he said, uh, you're so much better than you were last year. Last year, by this time, you were ready to stab somebody. Yeah. This time... Well, didn't you give me a bit of a flesh wound? A little bit? I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> you choked me. I didn't choke you. That was you. this year. I was hugging your throat. <laughs> uh, stab anybody. But yeah. yeah. basically <laughs> choked his best friend. <laughs> Luke Drew was like, you're still smiling. I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, actually happy. Look at me. I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> no, it went awesome. So, so yeah, you and Joel got here first. We got some stuff set up. We went to the range. Um, did you and I do any shooting? 
I the Ranger. don't think we actually shot. No, no, we didn't get the we didn't get the Uzi out. No. And then Friday, Sticks and Edith rolled into town. Yep. And we went to the range. You were there. We shot out of the pistol camp. We shot the steel plate rack. Right. And we basically just did some plate rack work and tried my gun and you try it. Your uh, jazz was there. He had his his cash with him. Uh, John was there. I got to. We talked about this. Yeah, I got to. We talked about this last week's show. I got to try John's PPQ. So that was Friday. So, um, yeah, Tracy Wilson, John, Jazz, uh, Sticks, Edis, they were all here Friday, and uh, was it, when did we record last week? We recorded Friday night. Friday night. Yeah. So it was after we got back from the range, and then Stacy and Thomas rolled in. Yeah. And Kevin and Kelly. That's right. Yeah. 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 So. So then Saturday. Um, the big day. The, the event. Big, the big day. We had a suggestion from a couple of people, notably Steve Lee, do the pistol first. So that's what we did. So Christina set up registration, and um, Jewel too. Was yeah, Jewel, Jewel was helping out with that as well. So Jewel and Christina did and, and registration. Once, once we tuned the radio to the right frequency, they could actually talk to us while that was important. Yeah, that yeah. helped. <laughs> Apparently, there's numbers mean something. The numbers know. are important. Yeah. So um, we start off with the pistol shoot. We had 36 people in total attend the charity shoot this year, which is 10 more than last year, which is amazing. Yes. Excellent. Biggest one yet. Yeah. Um, So putting the pistol shoot first meant that guys from my club that just wanted to shoot the pistol shoot and then leave were able to do that, and that did happen. And we did have, yeah, yeah. So that was cool. We had five-stage mini match. Mini, I mean mini, 53 rounds. Like, it was mini, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. and every, it, was, yeah. it was it was it was really fun, and I like little matches like that because you don't you don't have like the whole day ahead of you going oh I gotta keep doing this I gotta stay on my game it's like oh I just gotta you know just yeah. go in the zone yeah. for like eight a couple rounds. hours <laughs> and then I'm done you know yeah. and it's five stages here's a couple rounds you know and then everybody whips through it quick I like little matches like that it was it was a lot of fun and I like matches like that where I can do something different. Well, and, you shot. You, what, and, what did yeah. you shoot? And by different, I mean I shot a four point two inch forty four magnum. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like ROing you. <laughs> You're welcome, uh, man. No, it was fantastic. Was loud. Yeah, I got I got my Callahan on. Um, there were three revolvers actually in the match, so I gave Pierre Luke my six eighty six. Muffin took out his five eighty six. Gave William the twelve year old his Glock thirty five forty cal. Yep, it was it was excellent. So. Um, what are their highlights? Oh, Uzi. We had the Uzi stage. We, had the, we, had, we and built a stage you. around the Uzi. Yeah, dedicated to Tom Bryant. Yes. He sent the Uzi. And it, it, we keep saying Uzi, but if you listened last week, you'll know it wasn't, it's not yeah, really Yeah, please don't call the RCMP. Yeah. Jacques Chirac, if you're listening. Yeah, we, we don't have an, Uzi. have an Uzi. It's a BRS 99. And it's a sweet BRS 99. Yep. It sure was. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I got I some videos. Oh, st- I had the fastest time on that stage with the Uzi. Yeah, barely. You beat me by like two I tenths. The, of, yeah, hey. I know. I know. You had to, If you're not first, you're last. Shake and bake. Carry on. Exactly. Yeah, carry on. Whether you win by a Car- carry on. You win by a mile. All right. No, okay. Carry on. I'm gonna edit All right. This out. So shall we? <laughs> shall we jump into what we did next then? Yeah. So next we had simultaneously the silhouette shoot and the trap shoot. Actually, next we had the barbecue. And the barbecue is worth taking a minute to talk about. Yeah, we should talk about the barbecue. Chris Kingston's son-in-law, Claude Martel, and his wife, Star, uh, with the help of Dolores, I think, um, who shot the pistol match and, and uh, was a big help to Kelly. Kelly was really happy with uh, shooting. She said Dolores was very encouraging and, and made her feel relaxed and have fun. So that's good. Yeah, for sure. So the barbecue was a separate fundraiser along with a air rifle that John uh, Fitzgerald 
donated to help raise extra money for yeah. clothes. So big clothes. shout out to John Fitzgerald. Yeah, and his company. Yep. His company donated an additional $150 on their own to the oh, Dallas wow. Nursing Home Foundation. That's so, cool. Yeah, very cool. So the barbecue um, was a fundraiser for Claude, who uh, is a former Bathurst police officer and is unfortunately suffering from uh, pretty severe lung cancer, pretty dangerous stuff. Um, so the money is to help pay for his expenses related to his treatments and travel costs. Yeah, we they raised were, over 500 bucks. 540 bucks yeah. at the barbecue alone. Yeah. So that was awesome. The barbecue uh, was shut down and then we started to shoot simultaneously trap and silhouette. So you shot your trap, then you shot your silhouette or vice, or vice versa. versa. Yeah, wherever you started, yeah. you went to the other one after, yeah. And, and shout out to Jason Philp. Jason Philp kicked up an additional little challenge for the three Yes, posts he did, yes. And, uh, and a, an additional donation. Jason Philp paid a dollar per clay that we broke. And you performed. <laughs> the worst I've the ever performed ever. Dismal. Eight. 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 I I've, doubled I, you. I've never shot that lowest I score shoot eights. in my life. I don't shoot eights. I shoot fifteens. Yeah, <laughs> I normally shoot twenties or better. Yeah, absolutely. I shot eight. I, I looked could, at you and I was I, like, "Stop it!" I couldn't like, figure it out. I don't know what I had different ammo, and you know what? Different ammo does travel at different sure. speeds, yep. and I'm used to what I was shooting before, and I just I could not get it. I shot two. Two is a number. Yeah. Two is a number. Two is a number. They, they, gave, they gave me a four. But like I clearly missed them, and I look over, and everybody's like, "Yeah, they're like slow clapping." They're like, "Yeah, give them the point." So give them the point. Officially, <laughs> it was a four, but I, I'm pretty sure I only hit two. So hey, man, you just gotta ch knock off a piece. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> um, so anyway, we raised. Owen, Owen shot twenty three. Yeah. Owen won the trap. But Owen we'll, did. We'll get to the results later. Yeah. Um, and then after the trap and silhouette, when everybody shot their score. Then we went to the rifle range. During the rifle range, that's when you and I and Owen crunched some numbers to try and figure out who our winners were of the different divisions. Yeah. Shout out to all the kids. Uh, Jose and Alain brought their kids, and Muffin brought, uh, I guess we could say it's his stepson, more or less. Right. Um, and the kids shot, and the kids won a couple of little prizes. Unfortunately, I don't remember who won what, but the kids did participate, and the kids did do well. I mean, William, 12 years old, shot traps, scored a 21. Yeah. You know, like the kid is a trap machine. I wish we had some kind of trap development program or team or something that we could push him towards. Yeah, he'd be he's good. He's got a natural talent for it. Yeah. And he's 12 years old and he's not, chronologically, he doesn't look 12. Chronologically, he looks eight. He's yeah. tiny. So he really got after it. Uh, and then the rifle shoot. Yeah, the rifle shoot. That's that's sort of the kind of the fun part of the Big match time. where everybody just hauls out their toys. They come up to the line and we just we put out targets at 100 and 200 and then you just shoot them and you go up and down the line. Oh, you got a Garand? Can I try that? Or oh, you got an Uzi? Yeah. Can I try that? And another shout out to Filthy. Filthy again. He printed off so many different things for us or provided us with uh, posters and signs and targets like Filthy's always been a huge contributor to the uh, making the charity shoot a success. Always has been. So he's on the line and he's got his PDW. This is the NEA seven and a half inch barrel with their special something. I forget what the name. I forget what it, that little wire stock that sort yeah, of half collapses. Got, yeah, it's got its own little proprietary buffer system and yep. stuff. His goal was to get everybody on the line to try it. And I think he got all I everybody. Just about everybody shot that. Yeah. It was fun, too. It was. I shot it one-handed. I saw it <laughs> like a pistol. Sorry. I saw you shoot it like a pistol. Yeah. Freestyle pistol, yeah. Yeah. He got an amazing picture of me shooting my Garand. The brass is going to the right. The 
end block clip is going straight up and there's smoke coming out of the chamber. Yeah, it was a really it's nice picture. Amazing photograph, yeah. yeah. And I don't even look all that fat, so but what, good job. Even better. Photoshop probably. Photoshopped it a yeah, little bit, yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, so um, well, and then Jason, of course, what, what did what, yeah? Sorry, I was just gonna say what uh, you know. What, what was your sort of highlight of the charity shoot? Uh, the Rimfire Silhouette. Yeah, my club. We're not really organized. It's just a place to shoot. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, I really like that. There, I've been kind of turning over in my mind trying to start a group for it. Now you know we what? didn't. We <clears throat> shot gallery style. Yeah, yeah not, real uh, silhouette is awesome. Yeah. yeah, we don't have the space for real uh, silhouette. But even gallery is fun. And yeah. we just set the targets. At, it, it's supposed to be 25, but we had them at 18 because as far back as we could get from the firing line with uh, that the bay that we were in. That being said, there was still only one perfect score. There was only still one perfect score, yeah. And that was uh, at some guy. I don't know who it was. It's not, Im not important. <laughs> Uh, I will choke you again. Stop. <laughs> so, so the, yeah. So that, that's fun. And all you gotta do is get somebody to or buy the 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 little cutout animals and set them up and knock them over. Yeah. Or have them made. Or have them made. Yeah. Or cans. Or cans. Yeah. Cans work for now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beer cans. Beer. Yeah. Sure. Um. So why don't we uh, get go through the results then we'll talk about what we did Saturday night and, and sure uh, and um, there's a well let's start with trap uh, yeah. with trap uh, Owen shot 23 that yep. was a high score uh, Chad shot 22 shout out to Chad Chad's new to the area he's from Prince Edward Island he hasn't shot trap since he was 16 years old and he got 22 yeah he was a duck hunter and a trap shooter back in his teenage days clearly it held yeah it stuck with him and then William 12-year-old William took third with uh, 21. 21. That's fantastic. And in last place. <laughs> the horseback rider. The horse whisperer. The horse whisperer. Yeah. Uh, uh, silhouette. For the ladies. Do we have ladies trap scores? I don't know. No. no. Oh, yes, we do. They're right there. Oh, no, we don't. That's silhouette. I think Jose, well, Jose won pretty much first in every ladies division every ladies. there was. Jose's a really good shot all yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. Silhouette. So the what? Yeah, well, for the ladies, we think it was Jose. Well, Jose was first. I think Edith was second, and I'm not sure. Jewel? I, Jewel might have been third. Hmm. I'm not sure. We, we Stacey, lost the Stacey, let me down. Stacy was supposed to have the numbers for us, and she deleted them. No, Stacy was supposed to shoot it because she's oh. like the apple seed queen and princess and stuff. Oh, I see. She didn't shoot it? I get. I don't know. Why didn't you shoot it, I Stacey? hardly ever maybe saw she, Tracy Maybe she Stacey was. Shoot. Maybe she did place, and we just can't remember. Well, she sent me a message. That's where I got the numbers from. Oh. Yeah, I think we're going to hire her to be our admin as well. Yeah, that's a good idea. We'll what do pay we have her to pay? twice what stick space. Is that zero? Yep. I can multiply zero by nothing. <laughs> Equals potato. <laughs> potato. We'll pay you in potatoes from PEI. PEI potatoes. Well, silhouette, uh, we all shot with scopes, yeah? Most... Oh, yeah, we, we don't we have, have the results. We had irons iron. and and there was and, irons as well. I know Mark was in the irons, and maybe Thomas was in the irons. I know who got second in irons right here, boys. Oh right. yeah, Gallon. Jason Gallon, second in irons. Do you remember who got first? No. Or third? Didn't matter. Didn't matter. You got second. That's right. I got second in silhouette. Fist bump. Yeah. Trevor got first. We don't care about him. Clean and Kevin. Clean perfect Kevin, score. Kevin got third. Now there's a funny story there. I shot twenty. You and Kevin each shot 18. So it was No, we each shot 19. 19? Yeah, we both. Uh -huh. I only missed one, and it was because, look, oh. I, I heard you in my head. Right. I was sitting there. It was my second to last shot, and it was the chick, the smallest one, the little yeah. chicken. Yeah. And, and I felt my balance slightly off. Right. I'm like, my feet don't feel right. I'm uh -huh. like, I should put the gun down. Reset. You were worried about running out of time, time, right? I wasn't worried about running out of time. Right, because no there time. was no time. No time. I'm like, 
oh, whatever, McClatchy, you can hit this. And I said, McClatchy, and of course, I gave the chicken a warning shot, and it didn't fall over. <laughs> so, But no, it was totally my fault. I felt unprepared, and I was like, I'm just going to push through this unpreparedness instead of setting down, standing down and resetting. I uh, should have stood down it, and yeah. reset, and I didn't. I, just... I had my rifle out twice, Yeah. and uh, on the second time I had it out, I was able to shoot tacks. Yeah. Well, from the bench. Yeah. So it was literally a tack driver while bench. So while I bench, went into yeah. that with 100% confidence. Yeah. And I shot fast. Yeah. I shot Just fast. Uh, Crosshair on, press trigger. Ping, 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 ping. Pretty ping. much. And that's yeah. how I shot like, my pigs, rams, and turkeys. It was just. Ping, 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 ping. Got them next. This is easy, guys. Yeah. Then the chickens, of course. Yeah, well, <laughs> they're a little tinier. You no, know, people walk up and they're like, "Oh, great, it's the chickens." Or if you're clean when you get to the chickens, you're like, "Oh, oh crap." Yeah, but no, I just went. <laughs> no, it's it's a, it's a mental yeah. game, and yeah. I just, you know, my mental press, press crosshairs press. Yeah. So it was fun though. I mean, 19 is still pretty good. Yeah. Kevin, so you guys tied. We tied for second. So you had to have a tiebreaker. And we're at first we're like, we're getting, you call us on the radio, or someone calls us on the radio, says you guys need to go reshoot that. You need need a tiebreaker. Kevin's like, ah, uh, and I went, ah, uh, really? I'm like, you can have second, I'll have third. Kevin's like, okay, cool. But then somebody else had to shoot it anyway. I think Muffin. Muffin he hadn't shot yet. He, he hadn't shot yet. So like, oh well, if if Jason's shooting anyway, we'll go too. Woods might as well go. So we went back over. And you did it a little different than how we normally shoot tiebreakers in that event at our club. How do how do you normally do it? We just put up five chickens. Oh, that's it. Just put up that's five. That's the tiebreaker. We, we put up at, all, at our club. That's just how yeah. we do it. We put up all 20 again. Well, he had to, right? So what the heck? You went through the whole thing. Right. And it was fun. Um, Except you both really crapped the bed. Well, I, I shot 18. So I shot, one, I shot one I got less. the 18 from. Yeah, so I shot Kevin, one less. But Kevin got like 12 or something. 12 like, or 13, he, he yeah. He didn't do very the pressure, well. pressure, he crumbled. It's okay. Kevin, you did really good, though. You deserved that third place. Shooting 19 the first time around was awesome. Yeah. And he was shooting a, a AR something, yeah. Uh, Smith and Wesson. Yes, his MMP. MMP twenty two or MMP twenty two yeah. or whatever, yeah. Which was a neat little rifle. Yeah, yeah. So. And Thomas had to do it with a pistol, of course. Yeah, how did he with do with a red dot and, and a, a compensator? <laughs> and he had in his division just himself, right? Yeah. So he won because he's the only one who has that gun. Like, there's <laughs> one, and he has it. Oh, <laughs> you know, Thomas. I'll, I'll do it now. Huge show to Thomas. He was a he was an uh, an asset to have on the range all day, yep. every day that he was there. He knows what's going on. He knows how to help. He knows how to work a line. Unfortunately, he had to run in with somebody. Who, but that's a story for another time. That's a story for another yeah. time. But it wasn't Thomas's fault. Thomas nope. was acting as a range officer, and he did the right thing. I yeah. think probably, yeah, probably, probably mostly. That guy's attitude, I believe, was. I was here first when right. I'm done. Then you can be the range officer for those guys. Right. <laughs> so and you know, anyway. to be fair, the guy that was there was a club member, and yeah. and well, Luke was on the line, so Thomas was Luke's guest. Right. So so. Uh, but Thomas Anyhow. also um, had a huge, huge role in getting Jessica, Luke's wife, to shoot for the first time. Right. And stayed by her side the whole time, and multiple guns through her hand. And I walked by once, and all I heard, I looked over there, and I wanted to go over, but. There, they, she, they had it, right? They yeah. had it. There was no need to jump in. She was in capable hands. And uh, I walked by one time and I hear her saying, everybody is so helpful. It was just awesome. She walked off with a big smile. I said, hey, Luke, your ammo budget just doubled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get cut in half. It doubled. It so. doubled, yeah. 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 So then... Um, so, uh, Ipsic then. Ipsic. Ipsic was awesome. Uh, there was an upset. Yeah. You lost first place in production by less than half a percent. It was it was it was tighter than the Hampton match. 
So yeah, literally, yeah, like less the than difference a in, yeah, yeah. one point, like a delta or a charlie. It was or, less or, than a point. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, one of my deltas would have been a charlie. I would have had it, or one of my charlies an alpha, whatever. Yeah, but so yeah, Luke, crazy. Luke, uh, Luke Giroux, and this is not the first time he's beat me. He's beat me once before. Oh yeah, yeah. It was last year. It's funny, I really didn't think he was that good. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> uh, you can hit him later, Luke. He's gonna bang my switch. He might. Uh, no, he beat me last year. I think in yeah. like a three gun or something. Oh, cool. Yeah, not by much again, but he's a he's a good shot. Oh, you can get after. Yeah, yeah. So it was good. He he came in first in production. I came in second, and Owen came in third, and all tight. I mean, him oh, and yeah. I were within a, a point, and Owen was only trailing us by a couple points. Like it was it was all really tight between the three of us, which was good. Um, standard division. Who 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 won first place in standard? Gallon. <laughs> I like shooting that. I had a lot of fun, but it was more fun shooting the silhouette because instead of the paper man, you get the ram, the pig, the partridge, and the baby partridge. <laughs> <laughs> Turkey and chicken? Yeah, partridge and baby partridge. Yeah, yeah. We need baby gophers for the silhouettes oh, next. Oh, we do. Yeah. We did shoot a baby partridge, or a baby gopher, but that was another story. Um, baby groundhog. That was, that was my baby second IPSC match. Was second, it? second or maybe third. Well, you shot the charity shoot before. Yeah. So this is the only place I've ever. You were with Nathan. Nathaniel. Nathaniel. Yeah. Close enough. I yeah, you were running a 1911 then, weren't you? We with do. mags in your back pocket. Yes. I remember that. Okay. And he was left-handed or something. And, that was, and he was left-handed. And you kept switching your holsters back and forth. Yeah. Yes, that was... That was your first ever, quote-unquote, action shooting match. Yeah. 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 Awesome. But this year, you won it. First place. Yeah. I think there was only, like, me in that division. No. no. There was three. There was, there, were, there was three. So, one, first out of three. That's not bad. That's first right. place is first place. Yeah. And uh, then Sticks, Sticks came in second, and William, the 12 year old wonder, boy yeah. wonder, shooting came in block third. 35. We're going to put him through the black badge next year. Excellent. He's he capable. needs a, yeah, yeah, he needs that. Yeah. Once you can shoot, you can shoot a match like that and safely run your gun and load and reload. Yeah, and you're going to get through a yeah. black badge. He's no problem. So, so let's talk. Uh, is that it for all the ladies? Results? Ladies was Jose again, Dolores was second, and Edith was third, and then Revolver yeah. was. Uh, Trevor, Pierre-Luc, and Jason Muffin. Yeah, Muffin. So I, I'm scared to call him Muffin a little bit. <laughs> Sticks walks up to him and goes, I hear you don't like to be called Muffin. I'm bigger than you. I'm going to call you Muffin. <laughs> Basically, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, I, I'm just going to call him Jason. Because yeah. that's, yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, so, totals. Yeah. We, uh, this year, well, last year, the charity that we tried to give our money to... Didn't want we, it. We couldn't, we couldn't get a hold of them, so... By by consensus, we basically decided to roll that into this year. So we had $1,700 off the top, just ready to go to this charity that we, we picked this year. But we raised an additional $1,000. And then on top of that, the barbecue was uh, $540. And then John Fitzgerald with an air rifle raffle. And then his company, they gave $150. We raised, what, $120 for the air rifle? Yep. Thank you, Thomas. Thomas bought the air rifle for $120. Bucks. Yep. It was so, actually 115, but he threw an extra five in. Yeah. So between last year and this year, total, we raised almost $3,300, $3,290. So that's $3,290 that wouldn't have been raised if Gunnies didn't step up. That's right. And this is a prime example of Gunnies, gun owners, law-abiding gun owners doing something good for the community. And I think we need more of this. I heard multiple people from out of town say to me or to someone else over the weekend. The entire time I was on the range, I never met anybody that I didn't immediately like. Yeah, yeah, so. absolutely. Well, we have one other event here, one other uh, set of set of awards, awards that we need to will. talk about. So, as it were, if you will, uh, Chris Anderson, Double Up Buck, um, Dirty's friend. 
he sent trophies. And he sent one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight trophies. He sent eight different trophies. And, and then he sent a bunch of rules. And uh, we disregarded and them. We mostly disregarded them. We did follow them. To, we, we followed the spirit of the rules, if you will. I thought we followed them to the letter. We were very close to the very letter. Close, very close. Very close. There were a couple, a uh, couple of very small tweaks. He knows who he's working with. He know, yeah, he knows he's not. He can't expect much from us, basically. No one ever should. You shouldn't. The, the less you expect from us, the more surprised. The better we be. look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he sent. We'll, we'll talk about the three, the three horses rear ends. Uh-huh. Trophies. That, that's what it was. Um, and it was Canadian Top Gun podcaster, American Top Gun podcaster, and foreign Top Gun podcaster. Well, we couldn't find anybody more foreign than Edith. And she's been on podcasts before. And so she won the Foreign Top Gun podcaster award. So, I've never heard a German with a southern accent. It's it's odd. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I was uh, going to say it's cute or quaint. but uh, uh, you Look, she's she, not here anymore. She can't beat me anymore. <laughs> the bruises are going to eventually heal. American Top Gun podcaster. It didn't come as any surprise that Sticks won that. Uh, the the people spoke. We, we voted on it. We voted. We definitely voted on voted. all of these. Yeah, yeah, all of them were voted. And then the Canadian Top Gun podcaster. Owen by Owen. a landslide. By a landslide. Thanks anyway, Kelly. Yeah. Gosh. I voted for Matt. I don't like the other two guys. <laughs> and that's why we're gonna get to you in a second. So the double op buck, that's Chris Anderson. He had the double op buck long distance award, obviously. Edith. Edith, because she came from Germany. More or less. <laughs> it's actually Arkansas. <laughs> uh, and her and Arkansas sticks, through Germany. Her and Sticks both By came from of. Arkansas. So, yeah. yep. And then we had the Choice Awards, the People's Choice Awards. Well, the Trevor's Choice Award. The Trevor's Choice Award, the and Owen's the, Choice Award, the Matthew Choice and Award. And we could award these for whatever reason we wanted to. Yeah. So originally I gave one to mine to Matthew. And I gave mine to Owen. And Owen gave his to me. Yeah, and we thought, that was great. Let's just do that. And then somebody took on a knife. And then we said, okay, let's do this for real. Right. <laughs> so, again, this was totally our choice. We, whatever criteria we wanted to make up, who, whatever, just whoever we thought deserved to have an, an award because they did something that stood out in our mind. And, and mine was Sticks. Sticks never stopped helping. He never stopped being nice and friendly and accommodating and he's just a genuine, genuine great guy. Super great guy, you know? Uh, like, you want this guy as a neighbor. Yeah. Right? But Sticks is a great guy. Yeah. But I don't think you want to get on his bad side either. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, Owen gave his to 10X, and uh, for good reason. 10X wears a skirt. And uh, <laughs> any man who wants to shoot in a skirt wins, yeah. apparently. Oh, no, I, Owen had had a, a nice speech for 10X. I don't remember what it was, but there's a video of it on YouTube if you want to go watch it or on Facebook. So that was cool. So so 10X got Owen's, and I gave mine to... Who did I give mine to, Gallon? Who's uh, it? That really good-looking guy from Albert County. With the... Uh, Horse? Pink earmuffs. And the pink earmuffs. And right. tells good stories. Tells good stories. It was stories. funny because that's how I described it. I gave it to Gallon. And I, I, I described him as the, the guy who wears the pink earmuffs and tells good stories. And then later on that evening, he's telling a story, and Kelly's sitting there, and she goes, now I know what you meant by he tells good stories. (laughs) So, yeah, Gallon won the the Matthews Choice Award. And then... then The The McClatchy shot. The big award. This thing was three feet tall. It was massive. The biggest trophy there. Wasn't easy to win. It wasn't easy to win. It, It basically went to... The overall lowest score. The overall lowest score. And 
because we had three events and we had a tie for last place, the way it worked was the four people, they came up and they played rock, paper, scissors to see who lost. And whoever lost at rock, paper, scissors went into the next round. And it turned out being against uh, Jazz. Jazz and Tracy. Yep. And they played rock, paper, scissors and Jazz won. So Tracy got the award. So Tracy <laughs> went home with this three foot tall McClatchy shot award. And it it's not meant to point fingers at the lowest shooter. It's just you, it's you put in a good effort. It yeah. was fun. It's and just like an Ipsic when we give a bag of M&Ms to the person with the most mics. Right. Or a, a, a gift card, award. a gift card to Dairy Queen for yeah. somebody who gets DQ'd. DQ'd. It's, it's just you know. Unless you're in British Columbia. Right, and that's just another story for another time. It sure is. But um, yeah, it was just it was just to kind of have fun and to to you know, it, and kind of make fun of me because I tend to miss a lot, I guess. No, no. And we went from justifying warning shots to the person with the most misses. Yeah. Because if you miss, oh, warning shot. That's so, what I meant to do. I no, meant to miss him. We started calling misses warning shots. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. it was a good time though. And, and everybody had fun, I think. Oh, I think Matthew, hands down, this was uh, all the ones I've attended, which I think all were all, all except for the first. Right. I think for me, this has been the best one, hands down. Um, just the people, yeah. the events, the weather, my performance. I mean, uh, I loved it. Yep, I think a lot. I of people, only have one regret, and that is you didn't choke Jason enough. <laughs> I choked the wrong guy. You choked the wrong guy. So let's uh, let's bring it back to my place then. So after that, we all uh, everybody who wanted to came back to the house, and uh, we had a twelve pound fresh Atlantic salmon on the barbecue. We had lobster and whatever else you wanted to eat: steaks, burgers, whatever. Um, Moonshine cherries, Jaeger bombs. We had a fire in the backyard. 10X did his best Steve Lee impression. We all did a little sing-along. There were some shenanigans. Yeah. Everybody and the dog tried to prank call Brian Bolivar, but he uh, wisely turned his phone off. (laughs) I think we filled up his voicemail, though. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got punked really, really bad. It was hilarious. It was not hilarious. It was hilarious. I'm still laughing. Uh, Pierre-Luc being here as often as he is and as being as close of a friend to me as he is, he, he, he's able to access my firearms. He was able to locate the, uh, the key for all I know. I just gave him the key. So Pierre-Luc acquires the key to my safe. Fred and Filthy brought up a absolute bubbled butchered Mosin the gun. This thing. It was in sad, sad shape. Sad condition. They sneak the Mosin out of the car, into the backyard, over the railing of the deck, over the railing on the Juliet balcony of the upstairs so bedroom. So up to the second floor. Through the outside, because they d- didn't dare come through my front door with it. Shots would have been fired. <laughs> Not McClatchy's either. <laughs> and so once it's on the second floor, then it's easy to get up the stairs into the man cave where Pierre-Luc has opened the safe to my, or opened the uh, door to my gun safe. Puts it in my gun safe. Not knowing how long it would be before I went back in there or whatever. He ha- Pierre-Luc happened to be on the second floor, heard me talking in the cave, and came up, and I opened the gun safe to get something for some reason. Oh, you know what I was doing? I was packing up the revolver that I was lending him for the next day. Oh, right. Okay, nice. So here I am being this nice guy that I am. I'm, I'm packing a revolver for him to use because he doesn't have a handgun right now. Right, so I'm yeah. like, dude, I got you covered, right? And uh, so, yeah, sure, I'll let you, you use my pristine, clean, shiny 686. I'll do that for you. Absolutely. I opened the door. And there's a Mosin Nagant 
in my sea of black plastic and, and evil black rifles. Well, I lose my mind. Profanity, colorful, I mean, <laughs> go button, got smashed with a jackhammer. I'm losing my mind. Pierre Luc is, he could get an Oscar. He didn't lose his cool one second. He's like, oh, that's, can I see it? And I give it to him and he gets in. So he does this thing, right? He goes into the Rain Man mode and he's like, oh, this is quite an interesting This is a mills. 47 built yeah, by, uh, blah, 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 in blah. this factory by Normally, Fred. Yeah, by Fred, yeah. Normally, I entertain him. I don't want to hear about Millsurps any more than I want to hear you talk about Rimfire. But I'm a polite guy most of the time. So I just looked at him and said, dude, I don't care. I don't want to hear it. Like, I, honestly, you need to stop talking. Like, I so I, and so I'm like, just that, just put an ethernet cable in it and suck it. <laughs> Tom I Nelson, everybody. Tom Nelson. <laughs> so just like Tom just did that, that's how it hit me. Gallon. Gallon is behind this. Gallon is responsible for this. I come flying down the stairs. Where the F is Gallon? They're like, Gallon went to the store. Just then, Gallon pulls up. I kick the door open. I go out. I run across the lawn. Throw your beer. Throw my beer. Gallon's got his window open. Both hands go into the window, and I grab him by the throat. You, you put a mosin on. He's just looking at me like, have you like lost your mind? Apparently, he didn't even have the car in park yet. And I have my hands around his throat. <laughs> He's like, nope, back up. You're wrong. Can't. No, no, dude, you're wrong. I'm like. It was the French. He's like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Always the French. Oh, when They're it, scapegoating the guy from Albert County. That's what it is, yeah. So, yeah, sure enough, it was the French conspiracy, the French connection. The French connection. Yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah, Fred and Pierre-Luc and, yeah, so I choked the wrong guy. Yes. Oh, well. I will get them back. I had no idea what was going on. I'm sure he deserved it anyway for some other reason. I had gone to La Belle Provence to visit my Native American friends. Mm -hmm. and so you went to buy Native Smokes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Yes. And then you come back and I'm... I come back and I just see you coming out the door and the girlfriend's in the car. And I'm like, oh, Trevor wants something. And then you throw your beer and start to choke me. And she didn't know what a moist nugget was. <laughs> she must have been a little confused. Yeah. You're, you were telling her, oh, he's a great guy, no problem. Nice guy. And Wouldn't he chokes choke me randomly. Well, he, yeah, he'd never choke me. And, oh, my goodness, he's choking me. Andrea's <laughs> like, most nuggets not the safety word. What's he doing? <laughs> she started yelling, yellow banana, yellow banana. And I just kept choking. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, uh, what else? I, I, I don't know. I think it, that, that was a pretty good weekend. What about you? Any memories from any highlights from Saturday that don't involve embarrassing choking or friend stories? Um, no, actually, the only embarrassing story I remember from the weekend was actually Sunday when okay. we shot. Well, the let's ship to let's switch to Sunday. The AQTs, the apple right. seed. So Sunday we get back to the range, and like in years past, we kind of you know we pair up the number of guests with the number of members. We take over the range, and we just kind of do our thing. Um, and I had asked Sticks if he would set up an AQT qualifier for us or an Apple C qualifier. So he was all over that. So him and Stacy, um, we had some some people shooting on one bay, and then we shot the Apple seed while waiting for trap. Yeah, while waiting for trap. And then we went back. <laughs> we went back for George. Right. So yeah. So let's talk about the AQT. I was um, I was ugly. I hated it. You didn't like it at all. I didn't. You were like, like it at all. I'm done with this. I don't even want to do this I, anymore. I don't ever want to do this again. This is awful. I learned a lot. Um, I learned, I learned how to use a sling. I did not know that part of using a sling was actually detaching it from the rear of the rifle and wrapping it around your bicep. Yep. I had no idea. I was like, what are they doing? This yep. is weird. Yeah, beyond and, weird. But it helped. I, I don't know if that's the technique I'd 
use in a field, I would just use the hasty or the hasty hasty. I like the hasty hasty. Yeah, for the field works yeah. really well. Uh, I learned a lot. I learned a lot too, but it, I think part of the problem was I uh, physically was having a hard time to get into the positions, which was frustrating. Hey, please, bear, hide the cocaine. I felt tied to my rifle, and then I. Um, you literally were tied to your rifle, though. Oh, it's Tom again. Oh, Frank's here to see uh, that's fine. He can he can come up or make okay. himself at home. Or, know, all right. Um, he, uh, I was tied to my rifle, couldn't get in the positions, and it, it just pushed me way, way out of my comfort zone, right? Right. So. I but. I was well inside my comfort zone. I can lay down on my stomach without any problems. <laughs> it wasn't the it wasn't the prone. It was the the sitting. Oh yeah, sitting was weird for me yeah, too. Yeah, my I, rifle was like at forty-five degrees. It was yeah, it was really ridiculous. took a couple, but there were some good teachers there. Stacy uh, knew what she was doing. Sticks knew what he was doing. Uh, Edith knew what she was doing, and between the three of them, and you know, we they sorted most of us out quite well. It yeah. got even comfortable after a little while. But um, I I shot better than I thought I was gonna. Honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't think I'd shoot as well as I did. Unfortunately, I didn't shoot as well as you did. I thought I was going to shoot a lot better. Some of the mistakes I made were uh, were not accuracy mistakes. My score would have actually been higher if I had not messed up my counts or run out of time. And oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, I had extra shots. And I had no shots. problems with that. It's I just I don't perform well under pressure. I never have. That's just not the way I'm made up. Mm-hmm. I know you thrive under pressure. Me, I fall apart. So I it, maybe that's a mental yeah. game. I'm not sure, but uh, all I know is I shoot way better when it's just me by myself. I tell you, I didn't feel any pressure because I didn't think I was going to make it. Right. So I was just like, this sucks. Like, I mean, really, like, I was really, like, I was, like, Stacy could see the hate and anger yeah. on my face, like, and she just, like, in her normal, calm, soothing way, and, oh, dear, come on, you just you go with it, just listen to me and trust me. And, uh, yeah, in the end, in the end, in my, boy, did my tune change. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Stick said he 30 calibered one for me, so I was like, I, I there was one that was well, you, like close. Yeah, and he two, gave it to two, me. two ten is rifleman. Yeah. That's your the top score. Uh, not top score. That's your your top ranking is rifleman. Yeah, two fifty is a perfect score. Yeah, two fifty is perfect. So Trevor, they they scored it and gave they were like two oh nine. Oh, two oh nine. That's only one away. And so they looked and they found the closest one to a line and said, well, if you were shooting a thirty cal and no. these targets are designed for a thirty cal, so that <laughs> <Yeah>. is legit. <laughs> yeah. Had you been shooting a thirty cal, you would have broke that line. Of course, had you been shooting a thirty cal, you would have had recoil and noise to worry about too, and so maybe you wouldn't have shot as well. But whatever. Perhaps. But I got to tell you that rifle I had, very good rifle, sweet rifle. Yeah. I mean, that thing is set up for apple seeds. So. And and regardless, you d- you did still shoot the top score of everybody there. You shot two hundred nine. I shot. I think I was next highest with two hundred six. Well, my score sheet actually says two eleven. So yeah. Well, I mean, know. if you want to, if you want to take that, hey, sticks and Stacy, talk to them, man. Look, they gave me a two eleven. Sure. It, it, you know, if you want to shoot the big guns, then you can get the big score. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> uh, I forgot that was coming. <laughs> but anyway, no, it was it was fun. Uh, Jewel shot it as well, um, and I am flabbergasted how well she did. She did. Uh, she really, she really. Uh, whatever she she missed five entire shots because she was shooting a rifle she wasn't familiar with and couldn't figure out how to change the mag within the time limit. That was the only reason why she missed five shots. She would have been sharpshooter with me as well. Um, you know, one rank below rifleman. Like she shot very very well. She is not normally somebody who can shoot offhand or. Uh, sitting. She's either prone or off the bench. 
Yeah. In fact, I don't think she's ever shot prone before. She's only ever shot off the off bench. Off the bench, yeah. And she just, I mean, she she was amazing. Her her bullet, um, her groupings and stuff, she was hitting the target. I was mm. very, very impressed with her her shooting. So she was very happy with it, too. Awesome. Did, you weren't there for that, were you, Gallo? I wasn't no. there Sunday. I had to work, so I had to take off in the wee hours of the morning before everybody was That there. was actually funny because we were getting ready to go to the range, and Filthy and uh, uh, Fred, Fred, they're like, oh, we should go wake up Gallon. I'm like, yeah, go wake up Gallon. Meanwhile, I knew you had left at 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, we were in the mirror machine when he was trying to knock on the tent. <laughs> but uh, regarding the apple seed, I'm actually a member on their forum, and I've been, I don't think I've posted. I've been lurking it for a couple of years now. And uh, that's something I really want to do. Either find some guys interested and get an instructor up here for a full class. Yeah, do a maple seed. Or travel down to the U.S. and do one in There's Maine. one in Maine yeah. coming up. You and I should go. I'm in. I, I got my passport. I do not have a passport. Get a passport. I got to get mine renewed. We could go. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, and I like his idea of bringing a maple seed to Ruskish. Yeah, that'd be good, too. Maybe I mean, it'd be amazing if we could get sticks back to do that. Yep. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's enough room fire. In fact, I think that's enough of that's, the. Oh, that covers we, the event, doesn't it? What's that? That covers the whole weekend. It pretty much does. Uh, we oh gotta, no, it doesn't. George. Oh, George. George yeah. Hatch couldn't make it, but he made it anyway. <laughs> he didn't make it. He didn't, and then he he made it, and then he didn't. Yeah. So uh, a life size silhouette was was printed of George. And, and that then, thing was yeah, of course, like the time Bolivar couldn't make it and Chaz couldn't make it. Uh, George was photographed everywhere doing all kinds of things. And again, thank you to Filthy for that. Bolivar Bucks, of course. If you don't know what Bolivar Bucks are, check out Ask Filthy. Bolivar has his own currency. Um, so, yeah, so George made a visit to the uh, fire, the 22 firing point, and essentially everybody that came to the range on Sunday um, helped in the firing squad. Yeah. And he was executed. <laughs> Just plastic, folks. It was just plastic. He didn't really die. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it was fun, though. We had a lot of fun with, with that. Thank so. God he's a good sport. Oh, yeah. He's a good guy. Mm. All right. So a couple email. Sure. And then we'll wrap this up. Yeah. You got them open. You read them. So this first email comes to us from Michael. He says, good morning. Uh, good evening. I just listened to episode 113 and thought I would put in my two cents worth on your caliber debate. Years ago, I watched my best friend shoot a moose at 254 yards with his 222 Remington with a 55 grain projectile. It dropped stone dead. Not wow. a single step was taken. The knees just buckled and it went straight to the ground. Trevor is making motions that he doesn't believe this. <laughs> However, I won't question you, Michael, because you saw it happen. I will trust you. Anyway, he continues on. Shot placement is paramount, and it cannot be treated as optional because having an Uber Magnum rifle. And I agree with that 100%. Shot placement first. Shot placement first. Absolutely. Yeah. My best week of hunting consisted of taking a whitetail spike at 65 yards with my Rossi 357 mag with 158 grain hollow point. Four days later, I took a mule buck at 85 yards with my Marlin 44 mag, 240 grain hollow point at noon, followed at three o'clock when I took my cow elk at 110 yards with my Marlin. That's some good shooting. Where's he live? Uh, it doesn't say. So, I'm moving there. Uh, most people poo-poo the pistol caliber carbine, but they work just fine if you keep in mind the limits of the cartridge, the limits of the shooter, and the limits of the actual situation and the background. And that makes complete sense. As long as you understand your limits and stay within them, you'll be fine. 
As it stands today, I've switched to my single shot H&R Buffalo Classic 4570 with a 32 and a half inch barrel and open sights as my primary gun using my Marlin 4570 SBL or my Marlin 44 mag as a backup bear gun. You like those big calibers, don't you boy? Oh nice, that would be a lot of fun to shoot, especially with open sights. I switched to open sight only hunting after becoming an archery hunter and found a total disconnect with the hunting process and nature while using a long distance scoped rifle. Yes, I've had to pass up plenty of nice critters because of my gun and I couldn't guarantee the shot, but it is an easy and fair trade for the joy and fulfillment of an up close and personal hunting experience provided by open sight lever actions and single shot rifles. And again, I don't think I can disagree with that. That's, uh, that's one way to do it, especially if you're an archer and that's what you're used to. Yeah, when you're up a tree and there's a, uh, an animal on the ground with claws and teeth that could eat you, yep. and you're 25 yards away or that, 15 yards away. That's an experience. Yeah, I gotta tell you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he finishes off here with, I have worked in a couple of gun stores and constantly marvel at what people choose and why they choose what firearms they choose for whatever critter they are hunting. So many people demand an Uber Magnum for deer. I know seven, several people who swear up and down that the least powerful cartridge one can hunt with ethically is a 338 Win Mag, but that they'd never go that small. <laughs> I have always tried to coach people to go with a smaller cartridge and practice more. Smaller cartridges are cheaper to shoot, don't kick the stuffing out of you, and are fun to shoot. Because they're fun and cheaper, people will shoot more and become better shots without developing flinches. So that's... Uh, that that's a, a a good you know that's good advice um you know i, w I would say shoot the biggest cartridge you're comfortable with absolutely and, uh, and go if you can't there. shoot it it's not going to do you any good that's right yeah you don't want something you don't want something that you're going to be flinching with all the time yeah then shot placement goes out the window yep you're right so anyway uh like i said that comes to us from michael and uh he just said i just wanted to voice my opinion that it doesn't matter what caliber you choose as long as you're honest with the limitations of both the rifle and the shooter so Thank you, Michael. That uh, that's a good email, and I, uh, you know, good good advice. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Yep. Uh, this next email, and we we kind of hinted at this earlier in the show, comes to us from Scott. Where's Scott from? Scott is from Californistan. Uh -huh. He says, "Hey guys, greetings from the People's Republic of Californistan." So that must be California. Uh, just a quick email to let you know that I really like the show. I live in LA and you guys make my 80 mile round trip drive to and from work a bit nicer. Wow. Ouch. That's, that's rough. That's that, commute. Oh, terrible. Uh, because of my busy life, I live vicariously through you guys, but manage to get out for a little upland bird and duck hunting every year and would like to stay involved in the political arena regarding gun rights like you guys. However, I'm not twisted enough to shoot a baby gopher in the face. <laughs> That's <laughs> probably because he's from L.A. Could be. I, however, have no problem doing that. Now, for my rant, he says, Your last episode absolutely sucked. The audio sounded like you were sitting in a tile kitchen with tile floors. And we were. We were. Yes, we were. <laughs> there was so much echo I had to stop listening after 20 minutes. I know it's a free podcast, but come on, guys. Get the audio right. Don't worry, though. I still love you, so keep up the good work and keep the faith. Your friend in the South, Scott. Well, Scott, we really were in a tile kitchen with a tile floor, and there was literally nothing we could do about the audio. We're in a bit of a different room in the same house, so the audio still may suck this week. I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do about it. I did listen to the show, and it, I could understand it all. I mean, it wasn't our, you know, audio quality that we normally have, but I could understand everything. I didn't find it terribly annoying, but we are sorry. 
as much as somebody who puts out a free podcast every can't week. Be can sorry. be sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're recording this on a smartphone. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, right? Yeah. There's no mics here. There's no mixer. This is just this us is sitting as serious as we want to get. Yeah. <laughs> so. But thanks for listening anyway, Scott. And uh, and have yeah. fun down in LA, 80 miles to and from. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. I do feel for you for that. And and I, I'm glad that you do get out and do a bit of hunting and stuff because uh, living in a city like that drives me nuts. I'm glad I live in New Brunswick now. So anyhow, that's um that's pretty much the show. Wrap it up. All right. Well, um, check us out on Facebook and iTunes and uh, join the Crusader, Crusader Podcast Podcaster Network. Network and join other national organizations and Gun Owners of Canada is a cool place. Email us at Slamfire Radio if you want to send us an email to complain about our audio quality. Yeah, slamfireradio at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah, put audio quality in the subject so I know that you're serious. <laughs> Jason, th- thank you for joining us. Anytime. Any shout-outs? Uh, Willard in Alberta, you know who you are. And Andy the horse, that's it. Andy the horse. The horse has got to know. I've got a few. Um, I, I, you know, I'm going to miss somebody, right? There was a lot of people at the charity shoot, but some of the regulars, friends of the show, whatnot, Sticks and Edith, of course, uh, they stayed here. You guys are welcome back anytime. You don't need an excuse. If you just want to come to Canada and you need a place to stay, you want to come visit us, please come back. Stacy, same thing. Always welcome. 10X, same thing. You know you're always welcome. John, Jazz. John, it was really nice meeting you. Yep. Always welcome. Uh, Tracy Wilson, uh, a.k.a. NFA girl. She was a riot to have here. Kelly and Kevin, awesome. Kelly, keep bringing uh, that extra level of... Uh, professionalism that new shooter canada desperately needed thank you for that thomas thanks for all you did this weekend filthy and fred filthy you're all right fred you're a commie bastard (laughs) gallon and andrea here you are thanks man mark and brad brad it was so nice to see you out shooting again i hope you stick with it brother uh mr kingston what can i say mr kingston uh Luke and his brother mark andre and to muffin and william thanks to all those guys for coming out and supporting the charity and the show and the Rush Gun Club. Thanks, everybody. And thank you. A big shout out for you guys because you guys organize this stuff every year and the classes, uh, a couple last year and a couple this year. And I mean, I appreciate this and everybody appreciates this because we wouldn't be doing anything near this in New Brunswick if it wasn't for your dedication to the sport. Stop, you're making me blush. Thanks, man. I, I, I promise I probably won't ever choke you again. Probably. That's probably. probably very nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We're sorry again for the audio quality. We will be back no, next week, and we may even have better audio quality. Maybe. Trevor? I am not Ron Burgundy. Take somebody shooting. I'll be back <laughs> next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Tomorrow night's next week. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.